Hello and welcome to a Black Talk Radio News Commentary. My name is Scotty Reed. I do not know how this story got past me. Um, Sean King had shared this guy's video, but this police officer, former police officer, also former U.S. Army veteran who served uh, in both Iraq and Afghanistan, um, and he was a school resource officer at the time that he killed himself pretty dramatically in protest of policing in the United States and the racism and the police brutality and quite dramatically killed himself, I believe, in front of um, the police department. Um, I'm not exactly sure if it was like a sheriff's department, but I'll get some of these details. But I'm just now finding out about it in this, it's February the 20th. This happened like two weeks ago. And I feel like the story is being suppressed. CNN did do a story on it, but I've, you know, not found anything else from a major outlet like CNN. I didn't see any stories from MSNBC um, as far as showing up in Google News searches, not seeing a whole lot of coverage from, I'm not seeing names like ABC, you know, although they may have covered covered this story in passing. And I feel like, man, this is like, this is like a, a deep story, and it kind of remind me of a Ferguson area. I, it would be more appropriate to call him a St. Louis activist um, who did something similar in protest of police brutality. But he was he wasn't law enforcement. He was um, Kajimi Powell. And he got some of his friends, although I don't know if they knew that he what he was really planning to do. But he had them record him going to a store. Uh, he took a soda, didn't pay for it, walked outside, waited on them to call the police. The police came, and to make a long story short, they ended up killing him. He was unarmed, and this was all being recorded, and, and it was later discovered. I guess he had left something behind saying he did this to martyr himself to show how how just brutal the St. Louis uh, police are. And uh, so don't forget the name Jimmy Powell. But on this story, we're going to talk about another black man. And this black man's name is, let me pull up the story. Sheriff's deputy. Okay, so yeah, police officer, law enforcement, same thing. Um, So yeah, um, this is like a really, really sad story. Uh, when you get into the details of it, I mean, I kind it also kind of like reminded me of another person, and that's Christopher Donner, who was also a U.S. veteran who also joined law enforcement and was with the Los Angeles Police Department before, in protest, he went on a personal rebellion of his own targeting LAPD police officers and other law enforcement officers. And he left behind what they call a manifesto saying how he observed police brutality when he was being trained. His trainer was, uh, you know, committing acts of brutality against a handcuffed suspect, um, struck a guy who was handcuffed and he complained about it. It didn't go anywhere and it caused trouble for him. then he witnessed other stuff and and just on the inside and he ended up on a killing spree and took out 
a number of uh, police officers and their family members. And I'm not justifying any of any of this. Um, but hey, people, they break under pressure, especially under the pressure of racism and white supremacy. And then, you know, what's unique about U.S. veterans, some of them, I'm not going to say all of them, but U.S. veterans um, are that they serve this country. At one point, they believed in the dream that, it, you know, we fighting for a nation that has uh, justice and equality for all and in, in you know, they see that that's not the case. But let's get to this story, this Black Sheriff's deputy. Black, uh, CNN reports this Black Sheriff deputy, who is his name, is Clyde Kerr III. I mean, Clyde Kerr III. And he was a sheriff's deputy in Louisiana. He condemned police brutality and institutionalized racism and he died by suicide. And this story reported by Emma Tucker and Chris Boyette for CNN. A Louisiana Sheriff's deputy died by suicide on Monday after recording and posting the social media videos of himself condemning institutionalized racism and describing his struggle as a Black law enforcement officer in the system that he says condones police brutality against Black people. Um, I would just add that it condones police brutality against everyone. Um, if you check out the Facebook page, White Lives Matter, you will find story after story after story of white people, many of them unarmed, being killed by police in very similar, similar uh, situations as what we see with Black people. Uh, Lafayette Parish Deputy Clyde Kerr III, who was 43 years old, died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head, according to a preliminary coroner's report. He was outside the Lafayette Parish, and father of two boys. In the videos posted online, he spoke about the police killings of Black Americans, such as Breonna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky, where you had a, a Kentucky Attorney General um, just really rigged the grand jury process to the point he's, I think he's being sued by some of the grand jury uh, members because he did not even present any charges related to murder, manslaughter, or anything of the sort of those, those cops killing Rihanna T Taylor or attempted murder um, of her boyfriend. Uh, and um, he, of course, he mentioned George Floyd in Minneapolis, which sparked nationwide protests last summer against police brutality and racial injustice. I've had enough of all of this nonsense serving a system that does not give a, a damn about me or people like me, Kerr said in one video speaking directly to the camera. You have no idea how hard it is to put a uniform on in this day and age with everything that's going on. CNN has confirmed Kerr's identity in the videos with Michael Robinson, who described Kerr as one of his closest friends. Kerr filmed two videos on January 29th and the final one on January the 31st. All three were posted to his YouTube account just hours before his death, according to Robinson. And as I stated, I think Sean King has shared um, some videos. So I have like a 16 minute clip. I'm not gonna play the entire clip, but we're gonna listen to some of what he had to say. I mean, just for my life in general. And uh, this is my statement. If, if this isn't something to state that uh, this killing that's going on, especially by the police, which I am. Just let me pause can't abide by this for a second and just um, make sure. I'm not, I'm not 
that uh, my um excuse me my screen share is sharing that audio okay yes it is stellar deputy in this five plus years that i've been there my last eval has been uh sent it's copied to somebody i can't be described never so much as a one writer for maybe some reports being late none whatsoever So it's not, it can't be said that, uh, you know, I was um, a shammer or anything like that, or I, I wasn't pulling my weight. And um, just for contextual purposes, I just want y'all to understand where, what I'm coming from. It's my entire life has been in, 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 in service of other people. And it's just dawned on me that this time as of now needs to be seized because you don't really give a damn about us. That is the truth. That is the truth. I've served with a full heart in the military. After that, got back into law enforcement, and you have no idea how hard it is to put a uniform on in this day and age with everything that's going on. None. And, uh, listen. Y'all entrust me to safeguard your little ones, your small ones, your, the thing that's most precious to y'all, and I did that well. Y'all trust me with that. I've had security clearance in the military. That's verifiable. If I was untrustworthy, if I was a threat, would they let me guard the U.S. Embassy in Kabul? Which I did. I trained Iraqi police, Afghan, Af Afghan National Police, and that's not it. But I wouldn't have been put in a position of that if they thought I was a threat. But that has allowed me to see the inner working of things. And this is a demonic system. And it's not anything I can continue to serve and want to be a part of. And this is a this is this is this is not right. This is not this is no form of justice. Let's go down the list. Both of them shot in his own apartment. How that work? How does that work? Chilling on his couch. I don't give a damn if he had weed in the apartment. You're going to execute somebody for that? Oh, no, y'all are good for that. You, you, you break up families for a plant, this war on drugs and this nonsense. But, oh, now it's starting to get legal because big pharmaceutical companies stand to make billions off of it. And they paid off the lobbyists who, in turn, have started ushering the way it needs to go for them. The count. Okay, let's stop it there. <clears throat> I'll stop it there for just a moment. Um, well, yeah, I'm gonna stop it, period. Uh, please go look up this video. Um, Sean King shared it on his profile earlier this month, about two weeks ago. I didn't happen to notice the date on the video. Um, but I mean, I can't say anything more than what he said. You know, I also had a top uh, secret security clearance. When I was in the military, I served in the Gulf War. And um, I tell you, man, you come back and I had I, I had the same feeling or had the same thoughts. These people don't really give up about you. That's why when people say, oh, thank you for your service, I try not to be rude, but my real feelings are is why you thanking me. It wasn't for you.
Hell, it wasn't even a free nobody or so-called, you know, spread democracy and freedom. It was all in service to corporate profits. That's what they mean when they say U.S. interests. And took him to he was 43 years old one day. Well, I'm not saying it just he just came to this realization, but it's a process over the years, I'm sure. And um, he decided that um, he wasn't going to serve this wicked and demonic system no more. Now, I do want to. Um, talk about these police and suicide. Um, I've known for quite some time that uh, the police, new study shows police at highest risk for suicide of any profession. And I've known that for quite some time. And But this was an article uh, published in 2019 and says police officers are at higher risk of suicide than any other profession. In fact, suicide is so prevalent in the profession that the number of police officers who die by suicide is more than triple that of officers who were fatally injured in the line of duty. And y'all know how these police unions and the back to blue and the blue lives matter crowd like the hype, how many cops get killed. They kill, they off themselves more than anything in the line of duty. And I'm not trying to minimize any people who who died in the line of duty, I hope they was doing it, you know, to save a life and, and whatnot, but um, more of them kill themselves than are getting killed in the line of duty. Uh, researchers are attributing these statistics to the unique combination of easy access to deadly weapons, intense stress, and human devastation that police are exposed to on a daily basis. Uh, 13 out of every 100,000 people die by suicide in the general population. That number increases to 17 out of 100,000 for police officers. So back in the day, maybe a, a couple of years ago, I started to theorize that some of these cops might be killing themselves because they began to realize that Hey, that what I thought as a little boy and how the media and just society in general portray police all as the good guys and, and, and just outstanding people of integrity. And, and now I know it's not true. I've been witnessing all of this uh, racism behind the scenes. I see that the, the U.S. government, federal government, even though they produced the FBI report about white supremacy infiltration of police departments all over the country, although we who study history know they've always been, <laughs> been intertwined white supremacy and, and policing. I mean, policing, you could say the advent of policing in this country was based on white supremacy. If you want to take it back to slave patrolling, which is what policing police and slaves. So the two, two have always been intermingled for those that, that study history. So, but they see these things that's going on. They see other corruption that's going on. There have been whistleblowers over the years. I believe one of them's name was Joe Glass out of the Baltimore Police Department who reported that, you know, this guy was handcuffed and these officers uh, were beating him beating him and he reported it and they started targeting him. He found a rat on his windshield of his uh, car. They started family, uh, following his wife. He, you know, started terrorizing the man. There was um, another man out of New York, another police officer who, who had a recording or leaked a recording or, or something of them saying, let's target black kids. 
uh, or black men, young, young black men and kids, 16 to 24, I think was their target for their stop and frisk uh, slave patrolling program that they had going on. And they, they started uh, put uh, sending him to dangerous areas without a partner. And a lot of times, I guess these people didn't want to work with him because he wasn't, he wasn't part of that thin blue line gang. That's what that face mask mean with the thin blue line. That's what them, them flags, them desecrated American flags, those Punisher flags, that's gang. They have gang mentality um, in, in these law enforcement departments. Not all of them, but a lot of it goes on. You know, so um, I guess they kill themselves when they're afraid they holding that in and they're afraid to either come forward because they know it might ruin their careers or even put their family lives in jeopardy. And they, no wonder they often themselves. I don't think it's so much as the stress of, you know, coming across a dead body more often uh, than others, you know, people then OD'd or people have gunshot wounds and, and you seeing people living in extreme poverty as well. I bet you if anybody could tell you about the impoverished conditions of the United States or the majority of the people in the United States is law enforcement. So I, and to see all that, yeah, that'd take a toll on you, but I don't think that's enough to make a person want to off themselves. I think it's the, it's the knowing that the system they work for is evil and wicked. And there's no intent on society to really hold these people accountable or clean up um, the profession. You know, Ber this is one of the reasons why I supported uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, let me pull up Bernie Sanders' campaign website from 2020. Let me pull up. And he talked about this in, in, in uh, what's the name of this? Criminal justice reform. Uh, platform provide more support to police officers and create a robust non-law enforcement alternative response system so you don't have to send these cops out on every call that you're saying is making them so traumatized which i, I really don't think that's the case uh establish national standards for use of force by police that emphasize de-escalation require and fund police officer training on implicit bias to include biases based on race gender sexual orientation and identity religion ethnicity and class cultural competency de-escalation crisis intervention adolescent development how to interact with people with mental and physical disabilities we will ensure that training is conducted in a meaningful way with straight independent oversight and enforceable guidelines so let me just jump down um says in incentivize access to counseling and mental health services for officers so i guess they union ain't really fought for no real strong health benefits mental health uh benefits and again that's why they often them often themselves more than they being killed on the job in the line of duty as they say so um no this is a sad story um mr kerr killing himself like this um, but he did it to to make a statement and this story should be broadcast and go around the world just like George Floyd being murdered. Another casualty of, of racism and white supremacy in the United States. And I just found out about his story. I didn't see it on Facebook and all the people I'm connected to that share stories 
maybe they did and and then the algorithm determined that i didn't need to see that story or, or what have you but i think this story um needs to be continued to be example um examined and amplified this has been scotty reed with the black talk radio news commentary please continue to support the production of independent media by making a donation today to the nonprofit black talk media project you can do that uh, via the description of the podcast or go to blacktalkradionetwork.com.